0: Hey, so uh, good evening. Welcome to Tuesday at the Table. Uh, I'm DJ, if you don't know me, and uh, I get to share tonight, so I'm excited about that. I'm excited about what God wants to do um, in our lives and what he wants to do through us. So uh, before we get started, I'm just going to open up in prayer, and we're going to pray. We're going to ask God to come on in and move in this place. So Father, we love you. We thank you, Lord. We just thank you for uh, the, the breath in our lungs today God we thank you that we woke up we thank you that that Lord you are just uh, with us each and every day and that, that Lord you'll never leave us never forsake us and Father we we just ask you to bless us tonight Father come on Holy Spirit move in this place tonight fill up my heart tonight with a word Father God we just ask you to to be with us Lord and and Father just uh, just guide us through this this evening and this teaching God and let it be all of you Father God and none of me so Father we thank you once again and we surrender this to you in Jesus Mighty name. Amen. Amen. So this is gonna be just a little different tonight because I really didn't know what God really wanted to talk about, what he wanted me to talk about. And um uh this morning we had a uh a gathering of uh pastors. We do it every Tuesday morning um here at the church so we can stay together with other pastors and, and other spiritual leaders, anybody that wants to come in, honestly, it's open to everybody. Uh and and we were just talking and uh, we were really getting into a whole bunch of stuff, and that kind of just carried over. So I, I, God gave me a word this morning. I shared it with them, and then that kind of trickled down. And I thought, man, this evening as I was preparing, I was like, maybe that's what I'm supposed to share, and I'm supposed to just dig into it a little bit deeper. So I think that's what we're going to do. But it, like today what I really want to talk about is we are in our 10th uh, day. We're almost halfway through a 21-day fast as a church. Uh, and I'm excited about that because I know we're not the only church doing it. I know that um, this is something that is being— Uh, done across America uh, across the world there's people that are gathering and these 21 days to pray but I think it's just so important for us not only as a church but as a body of believers the the big ecclesia the body Uh, to be praying right now especially in our country with everything going on eh, between viruses and and um, just our government and everything we need to be praying and that's pretty much all we can do right now is pray Um, so that's our job our job is to pray so in this 10th day what's kind of neat is we've seen all kinds of cool things happen uh, here in our church you know we've got to witness some things uh, and here's some miracles that are already happening which is great that's why i love this time of the fast this is a you know in fast start i think we all dive in in that first couple days of the fast you're just oh you're just trying to get over that feeling of oh now i'm fasting and i'm fasting and i'm fasting my body is trying to you know we're trying to to put our body to one side and and just just listen to god and try to submit to that so and i think we come into it going man i want to see god move i want to see god move i want to see these things and, uh, but it's a struggle the first couple of days, so there tends to be a, a little little break. But now that we're halfway through it, it's kind of like we're all warmed up. And I believe that uh, we, if we've been doing what we're supposed to be doing, um, this is the time of the fast when things start happening. Signs, miracles, wonders start happening because of what we're doing, because we're obeying God. We're, we're seeking Him with everything we have to show up in a mighty way. And that's what we've been seeing. So it's been great, and that's the feeling I get. It's been thick in here uh, from Sunday morning worship all the way through. And we're We're praying throughout the week and we're praying as staff and we're just coming in and and it is so good. It's like uh, just his presence is just all on this place and I absolutely love it. Um, That's what I seek all the time and it's so cool. Uh, when you're in that. So, so that's why we're fasting. We're fasting for all kinds of things. We're doing a corporate fast, which means we're trying to reach out uh, in different things. We're praying for our goals for 2021. We're doing all that those things. But you should also have a personal reason why you fast. That's that's why we do this. It, it should be a corporate fast, but also you should be going, all right, I got work in my heart, work in my life. I I, I want to surrender to you, so I want to see something. So that's what we're doing. And um, with that, it's just easy uh, for some of us, I don't know, I believe in what I call living a fasted life. I believe the fact that I just don't, we as a church fast 21 days pretty much twice a year. We'll, we'll, we'll do it in the in the beginning of the year. We'll do it around August, and we just fast as a church corporately. But I live what I call fasted life, and that's something that, that we should be doing as Christians is living a fasted life. It, what that means is that um, you don't have to wait for the church to come together uh, or a body of believers to come together to fast. You don't have to have somebody else say, hey, it's time to fast. It's, it's okay, Lord, maybe there's a disconnect and in, in I'm not hearing you clearly right now. Maybe there's something I need in my life. Maybe there's something I disagree with going on in the world. So I'm gonna fast and, I, and it can be you determining. It. it could be a day, it could be three days. It doesn't matter. It's you seeking God with all of your heart. Um, that's what fasting is. So uh, fasting is so important. And, and it's so important that, that it's stated throughout the Bible. I think it's talked about probably over 50 sometimes or whatever in the Bible about how important it is to fast, to put our personal needs aside and fast. Um, and some people think it's just Old Testament. Some think it's New Testament. Maybe we shouldn't do that anymore. No, you should fast. Um, fasting is part of what we do. It is, we are called to fast. Uh, it doesn't say uh, if you fast, it says when you fast. So God is saying you will fast if you if you want to know me, if you want to have a relationship with me. It all ties in that oneness with God, the unity with God. You need to fast, and that's why we do that. So we've been teaching it at the church for a while um here we kind of pick that up and we've been teaching it you know every time before we go into it we teach it and like i said right now we're kind of right in that um so what i always bring up is is i always say okay i don't want to do anything that jesus didn't do well well it, it did jesus fast yes jesus fasted in fact uh that's what i love about it and you know I, i've got a lot of scripture tonight and i've just got a lot of stuff so I, i'm I'm going to try to just go through it. And I don't know what the rhyme or reason. We're going to blend it all together somehow. I know I will. Um, but I just know this is what God laid on my heart to talk about. And I said, okay, well, that's what we're going to do. So if you go to Matthew uh, 4, 1 and 11, this is just real quick. I want to touch on this is that it's Jesus fasting. And it's so important. This is where he's tested in the wilderness. This is why it's so important. And and, and this is something big we need to remember. And in uh, Matthew 4, Four one, it says, Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. So he was led there to be tempted. That, that was the whole point. He was led there to be tempted. And, 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 and he knew that he's going to be led there. He's going to be tempted. But before he gets tempted, it says, After fasting 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. Okay. Then the tempter came to him and then started tempting him. So So it was like he knew he was going to be tempted. So therefore, what did he do? he fasted. He fasted 40 days and 40 nights. He says, I need to do that because I know the temptation's coming. I know the enemy's coming. I know there's going to be a temptation. So here's the thing. Um, and I'm not going to, I know that, that I have some people that want to talk about this later, so I'm not going to jump into it that deep. But if Jesus knew it was important to fast, you know, we should know it's important to fast because if we think of what he could actually do on this earth. If we could think of the powers that he had within him. Um, and he says I need to fast. Um, and the thing was it was after the fast. That everything started happening. So that's something to even think about. In this walk as we go through this fast. You're going to be on this big spiritual high. And then after the fast is when the enemy comes. So we have to be prepared. We have to be ready. Uh, that, that's what happens. And this here it shows Jesus fasting for 40 days and 40 nights. And then after he did that. The enemy came. So so we get on a super spiritual high in our lives and we get, we, we, as we're going through a fast, I know I do, it gets, I get deeper and deeper and I just seek him more and more. And then all of a sudden the fast ends and we go back to doing what we want to do. And we go back to eating what we want to eat. We go back to, to back into everything else and we don't understand why all of a sudden we're feeling attacked. We're feeling like something's different. Well, one, you're not fasting anymore and two, the enemy's there. Okay, so, so this is what Jesus experienced. Um, so I can't even expect to eat. Uh, to, so for me, it's kind of like this. So, if, so if people come into a fast and they should expect something. Um, the point of fasting is because Jesus told us fast, we need to put him first in our life, put God first in our life. And it's that important. So I wanted to stress the importance. If Jesus had to do it, then I think it's important that we do it. Uh, but here's where it all kind of goes because um, fasting doesn't mean we're just not eating. Okay, um, this is where a lot of people mess this up. A lot of people... Um, they don't see a difference. And they're fasting and they're going, well, how come I don't see a change? How come I don't hear God speaking louder? How come I don't see signs, miracles, and wonders? How come that's not happening to me? How come I'm not around that? I'm fasting. And then this is where you really got to sink in. This is where you really have to dig in and go, well, am I fasting for the right reasons? Am I fasting for me or for God? Because there's a lot of people that will fast and they'll fast for themselves Uh, They'll they'll fast because they just want to prove a point, or it's just natural. You know, I've done this where I've got into—I fast so much. Sometimes I'll, yeah, I'll just fast and I fast, but I I quit eating and stuff. But I don't replace all that with seeking God with all my heart. So what happens is I'm not getting anything. I'm just not eating. But people think if I'm fasting, if I I say I'm fasting, then I should be seeing something. I should be feeling something. What's, you know, where's His presence? Where, where? But it's because you're not seeking Him with all of your heart. Okay, and, and you see this, I want to go to Isaiah 58, 1 through 4. Um, and it's really labeled true fastings. That's what I love about this, true fasting. But in Isaiah 58, 1 through 4, uh, it's a great, this is God speaking, you know, through Isaiah. And he says, shout it aloud, but do not hold back. Raise your voice like a trumpet. Declare to my people their rebellion and to the descendants of Jacob their sins. For day after day they seek me out. They seem eager to know my ways as if they were a nation that does what is right and has not forsaken the commands of God. They ask me for just decisions and seem eager for God to come near them. Why why have we fasted, they say, and, and you have not seen it? Why have we humbled ourselves and you have not noticed? Yet on the day of your fasting, you do as you please and exploit all your workers. Your fasting ends in quarreling and strife and in striking each other with wicked fists. You cannot fast as you do today and expect your voice to be heard on high. When I read that today studying, I was like, ooh, okay. So here's, here, here he is, God's calling him out saying, you're, you say you're You're fasting. You're you're doing away with things that you're not supposed to eat anymore, but you're not truly fasting. Okay, so if you're not, they're quarreling, they're fighting, you know, that's not what God asked us to do. All that stuff should come to an end when we decide we're going to fast. It's I'm going to surrender to God, let God take over my life. So you shouldn't be fighting with people and arguing with people and quarreling with people. Now, all that stuff should come to an end. Because in a fast, you're surrendering to God. So if you're seeking God first and God's filling you up and you're living by the Spirit, what's the Spirit bring? What's the fruit of the Spirit? Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness. So you shouldn't be any of that. And these people are saying, hey, look, why haven't you noticed us? We humbled ourselves. We're fasting. Where are you? We don't see any signs and wonders. And he goes, here you go. You cannot fast as you do today and expect your voice to be heard on high. So continue to do what you want to do when you fast and say you fast, don't eat any food, but don't seek me. and I'm not hearing your words. It's that simple. That's what, that's what the Bible says. It says, if, if you're not seeking me with all of your heart, I'm not hearing your words. You can quit eating all you want. But if you're not replacing it with me, then, then don't expect a different outcome uh, with what you're getting. And it goes on to, to state that because he says, uh, in this kind of fast, I have chosen, the fast that he has chosen for us that he wants us to do, only on a day for people to humble themselves. It is, and this, he keeps going reading about himself, actually. I mean, let me continue this. It says, for your fasting ends in quarreling and strife, and in striking each other with wicked fists. You cannot fast as you do today and expect your voice to be heard on high. And this kind of fast I have chosen, only a day for people to humble themselves. Is it only for bowing one's head like a reed and for lying um, in sackcloth and ashes? Is that what you call a fast, a day acceptable to the Lord? He goes, because I told you to do some stuff and you're doing it, you consider it a fast. But if you're just doing it and it's all head and it's all you and it's none me and it's not heart and it's not I want more of you, I seek more of you. He goes, it's not a fast and you're not going to hear from me. But see, a lot of times we do get caught up in that as as people. I mean, it's just sometimes you get into habits and I'm going to fast and then you'll find yourself fasting. But but are you sleeping in are you you know are you just not eating are you seeking God with all of your heart and so we've got to have a shift and he goes on he said it is not this kind of fasting i have chosen he goes the fast he wants says right here it says to loose the chains of injustice and to untie the cords of the yoke to set the oppressed free and break every yoke it is not to share your food with the hungry and to provide the poor wanderer with shelter when you see the naked to clothe them and to not turn away from your own flesh and blood then the light will break forth like the dawn and your healing will quickly appear then your righteousness will go before you and the glory of the lord will be your rear guard then you will call and the lord will answer you will cry for help and he will say i am here so it's it, look it, it goes into you, you you fast obviously, and 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 you you mourn. In the Bible, fasting and mourning kind of can go one on one, hand in hand. Um, so there was a there was a um, uh, a way to fast that you saw a lot of people fast, but it was don't just fast, don't don't make it look like you're fasting. I want you to seek me with all of your heart, and then you should be operating out of these things. Are you setting the oppressed free? Free? Are you feeding people? Are you doing the works? That need to be done while you're fasting and helping other people. So it's kind of like this is what God was giving me with this. It was like it was like come on, are, are you know, are you doing all the parts that you're supposed to be doing or are you simply just saying I'm fasting? You know, and, and and that'll that'll kind of, you know, so if you're not seeing God move where you're at and what you're doing and you're not seeing the signs, miracles and wonders, how deep are you really going? How much are you really going in? Or are you just walking the walk? just doing what what you think needs to be done and doing it because everybody else is doing it or you're really seeking them with all your heart so the biggest point there is is you're not fasting to come before people you're fasting to come before god and a lot of times we do it so it makes us i mean i've just seen this it's people do it to make it look better sound better yeah i'm fasting i'm in there and i'm doing this and that um but they're doing it to please people they want people to think yeah look at me i'm fasting i'm I'm good with this and uh but they're not doing it for God so so the point is how do we shift that how do we how do we draw near to God so we can do that and uh and that that's 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 kind of uh where I want to talk about today and I shared this a little bit this morning when I was when I was studying and when we talk about fasting uh it's really uh preparing the temple um and uh this morning I was reading in second chronicles and uh and it talks about Solomon. And so I'll just read a little bit of that, Second Chronicles seven twenty one, 21. Um, because this is where it hit me this morning where I got to this fast and I started digging into fasting and started really thinking about how we respond to a fast. And some of us go all in. And here's the thing. Some of us go all in and God starts showing up. And then other people around see it and they go, well, how come I don't experience that? Well, once again, you, you can't experience what somebody else experiences unless you go through what somebody else goes through and so, so so you know it's you can't yes ma'am um, I was gonna say, so you have to ask yourself as, you're, as you're, uh, fasting what am i on? oh yeah yeah when you go into fasting you should be asking yourself giving yourself a priority of why you're fasting like what am i fasting for well, fast, I mean, mm mm-hmm. mhm There you go. That's exactly what it's almost like pleasing your body over pleasing God. So you were so focused on the food, you forgot about the purpose of the fast, which was focusing on God. That's right. That's right. Yeah, fasting is just a tool you use to seek God more. So my goal is seek God. And then he'll actually take, when you seek him, he'll take all the other stuff away. So if you focus on the food, then God's priority is number two, not number one. Focus on him. He'll take your, yeah, he'll, he'll take that desire away. He'll make it a whole lot easier when you focus on him and not the food. Yeah. And that should be a lot easier at that time because you're being filled up with the Holy Ghost like every day you're you're in it and he's speaking to you and you can just feel it. So usually when when your heart gets filled up that way, you just have a need and a want to go help people and do the right thing and talk good to people and mend relationships. It's just that's part of the what comes with a fast when you see God, he shifts your heart. There should be a change uh, and it's like a water course. It should change your heart and to where you start thinking better things. So it all comes together as one. So, in other words, you can't keep being the same person you are and just not eat. So, you gotta, you got to seek him in all, in all directions. You've got to give it to him and try to change, you know, surrender to him, but allow him to do a whole lot more than just, than just you not eating. That's what it means. Yeah. So stop there. That's a good place to sit when he's in, when you can feel his presence if it's a tangible feeling of of God in the room. Sit there. Put that down and just sit in that. And that's what I seek. I mean, you seek the, his presence to to push you down. Go ahead, Chris. I don't have a mic so if you're watching online, I'm sorry. Well, that's it. It's, that's because you're seeking him. You know, that's the point of the fast is to draw you closer to him. That's what you're trying to do. So you're getting the right results if he's showing up. That's what you're seeking. That's why we do the fast. That, that's the whole point is to get to get him closer to draw closer to him. So where, where I was going with the Second Chronicles seven twenty one, um, it says that when Solomon, this is where Solomon had finished the temple of the Lord in the royal palace, and had succeeded in carrying out all that he had in mind to do in the temple of the Lord and in his own palace, the Lord appeared to him at night. So that's kind of important because here you're building a temple, you know, and and David, you know, designed it. He said, this is what's going to be in it. And he says, my son's going to build it. And Solomon builds it. If you notice what it says, he finished building the temple. So once he built the temple and made it the way it was supposed to be, that's when the Lord appeared to him. So he goes, he built the temple, and then the Lord appeared. Um, and he says, I've, I've heard your prayer and have chosen this place for myself as a temple for sacrifices. Okay, so I, I stop there because this is where I try to tell you that we've got to prepare the temple. And a lot of times when you read, especially in the Old Testament, you're like, well, how do we build a temple? No, no it's your, the temple is you. Your body is the temple. Okay, so, so what this is telling you is prepare your temple, prepare your heart. Okay, prepare your heart, your temple. When your temple's prepared, and when his temple's prepared, which is you, then he's going to show up, and he's going to hear everything. But if we have stuff in our heart that's stopping that, if we have offenses, if we deal with, if we're struggling with any kind of addictions that are strugg- we're struggling with, if we're struggling with things, uh, anger, any of these things, if we're dealing with stuff, right, then our temple's not ready to go. So, so in other words, God's like, hey, get your temple right, I'm coming. And our temples our body, that's what the Bible says. Our bodies are our temples, so so it's the temple of God, so pretty much God created our bodies, right? Jesus redeemed our bodies, and then the Holy Spirit dwells in our body. so it's a temple so 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 this doesn't just mean your heart though, I mean it could be everything, and you know i you know it's hard too, because I think of my body, and I'm thinking, oh, that's my whole body. It means I should be taking care of myself better. I should be eating the right foods. I should be doing this. Well, guess what when you're fasting. What you're doing is you're cleansing your body you're preparing your temple and that's why i feel when you sacrifice the food and you actually surrender all the stuff that brings pleasure to you in a in the worldly form and you surrender to god that's where he starts going ha you have cleared the temple you're not allowing all these white noise things to come in and 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 steal your mind and and do all that stuff it's you're focused on me i'm coming and i'm going to speak to you and i'm going to show you and i'm going to do these things um that's what's cool uh, about that so so when i was reading that this morning that's where it said it just said man he is the temple and he said you know prepare it and if you prepared it, it he'll come and and that's what happens. So. Uh, so when I think about that, we get uh, how do we prepare our temple? How do we fast? That's all. That's all what we've been talking about, right? It's this. Uh, basically, some of us will be uh, will be fasting for certain things. That's why I say, as a corporate fast, we come in and we said this is what we're praying for corporately: unity, unity in our church, unity in our families, unity, you know, in churches in the region. This is all part of our corporate fast. But as an individual, when you walk into into the fast, you need to have an expectation. You know, you need to have an expectation. I tell everybody, I say, I love fasting. Because when it comes to the fast, I know there's an expectation. I expect God to show up in a mighty way. I come in with an expect, I don't come in going, man, I hope you show up, Lord. That's not it. I come in knowing. Like, I expect him. Now, I don't know when he's going to show up, you know, but when he does, I'm expecting it. And and so it's it's powerful. Um, So that's really it, prayer and fasting. So what should you expect in a fast? And that's kind of the, where I'm going to. Uh, roll this into a little bit is when, when you know you're moving into a fast you should expect all kinds of things one what you're could be what you're praying for it doesn't mean that when you fast and you pray for something that god's going to answer it it's god's will it's god's timing okay but but if you open your heart to all the hidden treasures and the bible said there's hidden, hidden treasures you know it says there's hidden treasures in the dark there's hidden so so there's hidden treasures everywhere so even in fasting you will find a hidden treasure and if you're, if you're paying attention. So I have a couple of those I just want to touch on. Uh, these are hidden treasures. This is what you could be looking for while you're fasting. You're fasting for personal reasons. But these are other things uh, that could pop up that you don't even think about. Because when you come into a fast, like I said, you usually fast for a reason. And like you said, you're focused on the reason. You know, if I come into a fast for a financial fast, say, and I'm just praying for finances in my family, that's what I'm thinking about. Okay, and I'm not really expecting anything else. I just that's what I'm looking for. You know, if you're if you go to a grocery store and you're looking for um, something specific, if you're good like I am, I can walk in, find it and leave. But there's other people, not my wife, that can walk into the grocery store looking for that and come out with a whole buggy full. Right. Not because she didn't find what she was looking for. But she opened her eyes to everything else that was available to her. So when I think about that, that's fasting. Fasting is I'm coming seeking you, God, for a purpose. But, man, I want to open my eyes to everything that's available to me. That's what it is. And that's where God starts moving in your life because you said, man, I want everything. I just don't want what I want, God. I want what you want and whatever that is. So when you seek him saying, I want what you want, that's when he shows up. So the first thing is it's the, the thing that always catches people is, is a deeper intimacy with God. See, sometimes we forget about that, that, that he loves that. He wants to be so close to us. He loves us. And we think of that as uh, not something that we we go, I, most people don't just seek in a fast to be closer to God. They're fasting because they want something. Well, this is the byproduct of that. As you're fasting and seeking him and praying, you're just growing just, just so close to him that there's an intertwining of your hearts, and, and it's a byproduct of it, but you'll miss it you'll miss it if you don't let him just a uh, what I call wreck you you know cuz there could be stuff that he just wrecks you he'll just put you on the floor this last Sunday in worship he just put me on the floor and I was like huh, I wasn't expecting that but I was like lord you did it so it's so good and then when he starts speaking you know you in those moments you're like this has nothing to do with I'm fasting for God but thank you so much and I will use that and and that's why you have that's why you have you know, um, you keep journals and all kinds of stuff because God will just download stuff into you during a fast that you don't It does, You don't think it applies to you right now. But he's going, no, 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 I know your future. So you're going to need this. Just write it down and one day when you read it, you're going to remember what I told you. Um, that's why you write in a journal and you read it and you, you constantly review a journal. Because God will just open your eyes in an amazing way, so so that intimacy with God is always like the intimacy of david that's what I seek, so David is phenomenal uh, his passion to see God with all of his heart was so good so psalm psalm sixty three one through eight I love it just and I just read it because I love the way he seeks god uh, and and this is my passion that that I see God like this all the time, and it says, and this is where he's actually in the the desert um So he's got obviously lots of stuff going on. um, People coming at him and all kinds of stuff. He says, you God are my God. Earnestly I seek you. I thirst for you. My whole being longs for you in a dry and parched land where there is no water. I've seen you in the sanctuary and beheld your power and your glory. Because your love is better than life. My lips will glorify you. I will praise you as long as I live. And in your name I will lift up my hands. I will be fully satisfied as with the richest of foods. With singing lips, my mouth will praise you. On my bed, I remember you. I think of you through the watches of the night because you are my help. I sing in the shadow of your wings. I cling to you. Your right hand upholds me. I mean, what a passion. What a what a Well, I mean, he's saying, I do it in the daytime. I seek you in the night when I'm lying in my bed. And during a fast, when you seek God like this, man, he shows up in all those places. He'll wake you up in the middle of the night just to tell you something because he don't want you sleeping. He's like, don't miss it. I'm going to tell you. And so I used to wake up and have to type stuff in my phone. Because Jules is like, what are you doing? I'm like, I don't know. It's 3 in the morning, and God woke me up, and I'm going to write this stuff down. So, But that that's what you seek. So when you seek something when you're fasting, this is something that's a byproduct, is you get intimate with God, and it should raise your want to be close to him. So it's just this passion to want him more. So the more you fast and the more you grow in that, the more you're just going to have this love to seek his presence. Because there will be times in your life, because we live in a hill and valley lifestyle. So we're going to be on a hilltop. We're going to be in a valley and like that. And so our goal is to be able to seek God with everything, all the time, everywhere. If I can find him, uh, that's good. And that's what we're longing for is to just seek him. So, so we have to grow in that deeper intimacy with him. And that's a byproduct. So the second byproduct, and I'll try to go through them fast enough so I don't keep everybody here all night because I could talk about these all day because this is just good stuff. Um, what you'll find is that you will develop a humility before God. You will develop humility before God as you seek Him and you fast, because you have to. You don't think about it, but you have to. We have a tendency to put ourselves first in everything, and and, and when we can, we can have humility and, and and fasting food. But this is this is why, because when you fast food for a long time, it's humbling, because we all like food we need food i mean that's just that's what it is and then and, and we can love food i was talking to jazzy before this thing started and we were talking about all the foods that 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 i can't wait to have again <laughs> but i'm like but it's so good it's not a temptation i wouldn't eat it if you put it in front of me but it's nice because i long for it because i like it so but it's humbling when you fast because you put all that beside you you put it all beside you so when we have an attitude of our heart to seek god then that changes everything. So we change our attitude to seek him uh, before we seek anything else in our life. So you humble yourself. Uh, and what it does, it really, when you humble yourself, it actually defines, helps you define you in relation to God. Like, like, like sometimes we tend to try to put ourselves over him. Like we think that we control everything, we can do everything. But man, when you humble yourself, uh, what what that is, is that you're saying, God, you are so sovereign, so mighty, so just, and I'm nothing. Like like I'm nothing, and I don't have a right to tell myself what to do. I don't have a right, and I just want to listen to you. Uh, but yet he's still merciful and gracious and loving and kind. and But it puts you in the right position. Uh, it should always be in that position where you're looking up at him and he is he is the only one and but you'll miss it it's it's humbling and you'll miss it um it goes back to uh right here in second chronicles uh 7 let me see if i can it goes back to that because we were reading that that was my big scripture in the beginning but and reading it, it says if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways then i will hear from heaven and i will forgive their sin and will heal their land so, so part of that is, is his people, right, will humble themselves. That's first. Man, lose the pride, lose all that stuff. Put God first in your life. Humble yourself and then pray and then seek his face, right? It says, and turn from your wicked ways. Why? Because we're all mess. <laughs> we're wicked people, right? So we got to turn from our wicked ways, seek him with all of our heart. And then he said, then I, w- I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and will heal their land. So, man, there's just this process of seeking him and humbling yourself. But here's the thing. You do it anyway because when you fast, you're putting the food aside, you're putting things aside, and you'll miss the fact that you're growing and how you can humble yourself in front of God all the time. It's a byproduct of fasting. You'll miss it. You'll miss it if you don't, if you don't keep your eyes open. So it's so important. Uh, the third one, and, and I love this one because this is where I think he really starts showing up, and that's to, to you gain wisdom and understanding you know, a lot of times we forget about that, that, that we come in with a purpose and God comes in with a different purpose. He goes, I need you to understand. Um, I want to give you wisdom. I want to give you understanding of what I do and how I do it. You know, it's just so good. You know, King Solomon wrote about that, how important it is to seek wisdom and understanding, you know, and if you look in, you know, read all Proverbs. I love it. You can just read Pro— I can read that all day. It's so, it's so good. And it makes so much sense when you read that, but um, a good example that I like in the Bible about that, um, is with, with Daniel, you know, when Daniel was, was seeking the Lord, you know, it shows, I think it's, uh, let's see, where is it? Daniel, Daniel 10, um, Daniel 10, if you go into the, into there, um, but he's seeking, you know, he goes into a fast for 21 days and he's seeking God. He's trying to understand the situation and he's doing everything he can. So, and because of that, because of that fast, he got a revelation. It's because of the fast that he got the revelation. Um, so that's that's the cool part. So whenever, that's where they get Daniel's fast, Daniel's fast, and all that stuff. Well, that's it. So I want to go into that one in, in verse ten, uh, in chapter uh, yeah Daniel ten. It says in the third year of King Cyrus, king of Persia, a revelation was given to Daniel. Its message was true, and it concerned a great war. The understanding of the message came to him in a vision. So that's the setup. He says in the third year of this king, you know, he gave him a message. So Daniel got a revelation from God, actually like from God, you know, gives gives him this revelation. uh, and And it was a message was true concerning a great war coming up. So Daniel wouldn't have known that if he didn't go into it. So it talks about how that happened. So there's the the setup. And then in um, in verse two, it says, at that time, now he's talking about it. So he's saying about that time in the third year. So at that time, I, Daniel, mourned for three weeks. Mourned for three weeks is in mourning and fasting. At that point, we're about the same. You wear sackcloth, uh, you know, lay on ashes, all these things. Um, and it says, uh, I ate no choice food, no meat or wine touched my lips. And I used no lotions at all until the three weeks were over. So I thank the Lord that we use lotions and shower nowadays. But he didn't. He said, I'm going in. I'm not doing any of that. I'm going all in for God. And on the 24th day of the month, of the first month, as I was standing on the bank of the great river, uh, the Tigris, I looked up and there before me was a man dressed in linen with a belt of fine gold from, from Ufaz around his waist, which is just a place that they had a lot of gold. And But his body was like topaz, his face like lightning, his eyes like flaming torches, his arms and legs like a gleam of burnished uh, burnished bronze, and his voice like the sound of a multitude. I, Daniel, was the only one who saw the vision. I like that because Daniel was the one that was fasting. <laughs> so, so when I think about that, I immediately go, he saw it because he was the one seeking God. And sometimes... You want to see what other people see, you won't. You know, I've been in places where God has put me down, couldn't move, and the people around me didn't know what, what was going on. And I had to explain it to them later. I'm like, he was looking at me. And they didn't see him. They, didn't, But I was seeking him, and I found him. And that's so cool. And that's what you see here. And so um, he saw me. He says, I was the only one who saw the vision. Those who were around me didn't did not see it, but such terror overwhelmed them that they fled and hid themselves. i was left alone gazing at this great vision i had no strength left my face turned deathly pale and i was helpless then i heard him speaking and as i listened to him i fell into a deep sleep my face to the ground i mean that is just when you see god and he shows up that's what happens (laughs) like you you tremble you 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 can't talk you you just you're just you're done Um, but i love how his hand he keeps going his hand touched him and but he tells him, and he tells him all about this. I don't, I'm not going to read through the whole thing, but he tells him the whole thing. He says, don't be afraid. You know, I'm going to tell you about this great war and what's going to happen and how it's going to happen. So the whole point of that um, is at the very bottom, I think in verse 20 it says, so he said, do you know why I have come to you? He goes, soon I will return to the fight against the prince of Persia, and when I go, the prince of Greece will come. But first I will tell you what is written in the book of truth. Hang on, uh, when I spoke to me, there was something here, hang on. yes 12 12 there it is i'd had it all on here and i was like yeah he said do not be afraid since the first day you set your mind to gain understanding and to humble yourself before your god your words were heard and i have come in response to them that's why he showed up the only reason why i showed up is because he sought him and he goes so, so he said uh, the first day that you set your mind to gain understanding since the first day And to humble yourself before God, your words were heard. So just because we start our fast and we're praying and seeking God doesn't mean he's not hearing us. He's just not responding. And this explains that, you know, this guy, he's fighting with uh, all these other things. You know, (laughs) that's how that works. He's, He's like, I was held up a little bit, but I'm here now. So think about it's God's timing. So we can be, we're fasting and he's hearing everything. He's not responding. You might not see him yet. You might not get a response yet, but he's putting things together. He, he knows it all. He, he is the maker of everything. He understands what's going on, and he's just aligning things, and it's so good. But he says, I heard him. So that's, that's a good point there You know, when you go into this to gain wisdom and understanding. He not only heard him, he said, I'm going to give you a vision. So when you come in, that's one of the hidden treasures. You know, we're, we're praying for one thing, and God's given us vision about other things. Chris, you're good at this. God gives you visions, and you write them down, brother. And and that's so important because, man, God's going to give you a vision of what's going on. We have visions that have been given to us in this church from people that get them that are still coming true that they given us two, three years ago. And now that they're coming true, you just want to go back and shake them and go, that was so awesome. Thank you for sharing that because the, the, that, that just grows your faith. Think about that. If you share the vision you get, then then when those things happen, people just phew, it it prove us wrong. <laughs> like like how can I foretell uh, the the future? God gave me the vision, and that's it. And then when you see it come true, it's so good. So it's those hidden treasures. Um, so he's going to give you a, a a clear mind and a better understanding of what's going on, so you can you can actually look into uh, stuff that he wants done, and and that's when you fast. So and you don't come in with that. You know, I don't, you know, there's a lot of people who come in, like I said, with a purpose. So, so when we're fasting, don't block out all the other stuff. Don't go in and just go go get the gallon of milk and walk out of the store. Like, 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 see what else is available. You know, it's good to go in and and say, God, I'm, I'll take whatever you want and put in the cart today, and uh, and that's how it is. So the fourth one, and this is a good part of it. This is something that that is just part of it. Is is you gain authority over demonic strongholds, and man, we could talk about that. Um, for a long time, but that's part of fasting. And um, some people actually fast to break the strongholds. You know that that's it. But but what you don't understand is you gain that authority as you as you're fasting and God and His His uh, the Holy Spirit is just working on your heart. You are gaining authority in that. You you have authority, but but now you're growing in that, and you don't realize that you're drawing closer and closer to Him. Um, and because of that, you have the right. You know, and you have the capability to to cast out demons and do things that that most people can't. And in fact, uh, the Bible even talks. We'll get into it that that there is so much you can do when you. Um, there's some things, there's some demons you can't cast out unless you're fasting. So you can pray all you want, but but it ain't gonna do it. So you ha- so there's power, extra supernatural power when you fast that you get because of your closeness with God and how He's operating through you. And that's not something you're seeking sometimes. Some people are, but that's just a byproduct of what we do that we forget to, to, to pay attention to everything else that's happening. So uh, that's right out of uh, Mark 9, 14 through 29. Mark 9, 14 through 29, and it just says, And, and when he came to, the, came to the disciples, he saw a great uh, multitude around them and scribes disputing with them. Uh, immediately when he saw him, all the people... Uh, were greatly amazed and running to him greeted him and and he asked the the scribes what are you discussing with them then one of the crowd answered one one of the crowd answered and said teacher i brought you my son who was a mute uh, who has a mute spirit and wherever it seizes or and wherever it seizes him it throws him down he foams at the mouth gnashes his teeth and becomes rigid so i spoke to your disciples they um, that they should cast it out, but they could not. Which is kind of weird because, you know, you know, when he sent them out, he says, you go out, <laughs> like, go out. You should be casting out demons and doing these things. Do it in my name. He sent them, you know, but he says, this isn't happening. He's like, we did it, but they couldn't do it. And he answered him. He said, oh, faithless generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I bear with you? Bring him to me. Then he brought him to him and when he saw him immediately the spirit spirit convulsed him and he fell on the ground and and wallowed foaming at the mouth so immediately it's funny the spirit recognizes jesus and just says ah i'm done so (laughs) so it didn't really take i don't know if it was the prayer and fasting but he, he knew who he was but jesus was fasted up and prayed up all the time so he asked his father how long has this been happening he said from childbirth you know from childhood as often as you've thrown him into the fire and the water to destroy him. But if you can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. And all that, and Jesus cast out this spirit. um, And and when he had um, come into the house, his disciples asked him privately, they said, why could we not cast it out? So he told them, this kind come out by nothing but prayer and fasting. So see, they've been praying, but they weren't fasting. And he said, these kind of spirits only come out By praying and fasting. So it just proves the power, the extra power, the supernatural power that we gain when we fast. And it's there. And sometimes we forget it. You know, yesterday um, we had a, um, I'll share because I think it's amazing. But we had a call in our staff meeting of somebody whose husband was going in um, to have uh, surgery. And he had been in the hospital since Thursday. And they found a blockage uh, in his um bowel area that couldn't, couldn't come out. And they didn't know what it was and they did x-rays and they had to go in and do surgery to figure out what it was. So she called us as soon as they rolled him back to surgery and as a staff we just started praying over the phone where we're just praying and praying and praying. And then she calls us back and she's like they went in, found absolutely nothing and then today they're dismissing him to go home because he's completely healthy. So I don't understand it. I just know this is that we prayed and God showed up because he's been there since Thursday. And they were waiting to get him into surgery so they could figure out what this was and remove it. And when they did, there was nothing there. So that's the power that comes with prayer and fasting. Because when you fast, it just gives you that ability to do different things. It's for healing. It's for all kinds of stuff. So I love it. Um, The fifth thing, we only got like 20. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Uh, Fifth thing is personal victories in your life. So one of the benefits of fasting and praying is Personal victories. So, so for you, you know, we're not perfect, uh, but we're also not powerless. So we have the capability um, to, to overcome things in our own life. And when we fast like that, that those are, it gives you that capability. So you could be praying for self-control, self-discipline in a certain area of your life. Uh and maybe that is the discipline, maybe you're praying that i I'm gonna read the bible every day I'm going to to pray so much every day i'm gonna pray with my spouse every day i'm gonna if that's what you're praying for, it gives us personal victories when we're fasting because it gives us that extra power to overcome that now that might not be your you might not be seeking that, but that might end up being a byproduct if you just open your eyes and see what's happening because God wants to move in all those directions uh at every time um but yeah, so it helps you. Uh, so when you actually develop a, a regular habit of fasting, it's going to increase that awareness. The personal uh, aware. it's going to increase awareness of the weaknesses you have in your life. It, you know, you've got to seek out your own salvation. So you're going to start finding things in your life that, that you need to change, things that you need to get better at. And when you fast, it just comes to light. I mean, that's the cool part. You're fasting and God will just start... Whew. What are you doing here? What are you doing here? What are you doing in your marriage? What are you doing with your kids? What are you doing in your job? What are you doing? And you're like, I'm not asking for that, God. <laughs> I wanted financial breakthrough. And he's like, no, no, no. I want all this. <laughs> like, like, listen to me. Humble yourself. I want this first. You want that? Give me this. That's how I see it. I'm like, God, I'm going to obey you. And then you're going to go. But uh, James 4, 7 through 10 says, Submit yourself then to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Come near to God and he will come near to you. Wash your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Grieve, mourn, and wail. Change your laughter to mourning and your joy to gloom. Humble yourselves before the Lord, and he will lift you up. See, that it's just, man, you get in this prayer and fast, you just got to change some of that stuff. You got to change what's going on in your life and seek him. And that's just important. It reminds us that our bodies, you know, they... That our bodies want what it wants, right? So our body wants what it wants. We're human, and we have the ability with God living in us to overcome any temptations we face, and that is increased through, you know, through fasting. It gives us the ability to overcome all those things. That's why that's why people say, "Man, when I was in the fast, everything was great, and now the fast is over, and I don't understand why I'm struggling with this again." Because you were fasting, and you didn't realize that while you were fasting for something, God was working in your life in another way. And because you didn't identify that, now you got done fasting, and you just went right back to doing what you used to do. And so instead of being set free from it and and breaking that stronghold down, now you've allowed it right back into your in your life. Um, the sixth thing, uh, and this goes back to Isaiah fifty-eight, but it just it's gaining heaven's perspective. So you you get to see the perspective of heaven when you when you fast. You get to actually get a glean, you get to, to, to a little glimpse into what. Uh, what God God wants to do, and He'll He'll reveal that to you. He'll start revealing things to you that you just go, "Wow, I saw that," and and I see this, and it's kind of like visions, but um, same thing. It, it goes right back in, into humbling yourself and seeking Him, seeking His face. Uh, so when you do that, you know, we'll, sometimes we'll just get those visions. So that was just one of them. I love it when God speaks to us like that, um, and sometimes we're praying for stuff, and He already sees it you know he already knows i mean it's, the bible says that you know he knows what we're praying for so uh i just love when god when we're fasting and we're doing this together that that he just reveals stuff to us he just he shows you how he thinks and it's not today it's not tomorrow it's eternity it's future it's this is what you're walking into and it becomes because we're fasting and we could miss that if we don't focus on it you know we got to not have a narrow mind we need to be you know don't get caught on narrow. You want to go with the narrow path. You want to go through the but Don't have a narrow mind when it comes in your fasting. You know, open it up and say, God, give me everything you can. And then obviously the, the last one is God's protection and help. You know, it's just a benefit that we get um, is that we allow God to intervene in everything that we do. And he protects us. He helps us. You know, the enemy has, you know, we, we got a target on us and the enemy wants us and it's hard because you you start doing good for God the enemy doesn't back down the enemy hates that you know his job is to to steer you away from that so when you start doing what God wants you to do the enemy will, will 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 pull on you and tug on you and and try to bring you down that's why you live a fasted life because it's easy we're human like like we can fast and then get off this fast and you'll go about your normal life and if you don't focus on all these things that you gleaned from from the fast what happens is you start doing your normal thing and you know like social media you'll you know you'll get back on social media and the next thing you know you're on social media for an hour an hour and a half two hours and just trying and you're seeing stuff and then you're chasing that down you're looking over here and you are looking and none of it means nothing you can't do anything with it you know i'm sure your friends from high school are happy that you liked that it was their birthday i'm sure that's awesome but in the, the big scope of things where did you steal that time from and what could you have done with that time where you could have sought him more where you could have uh, spent time with him more but that's what happened. so so you know I'm just getting on on a little thing there but <laughs> but it but that's how it is so so when i think about god's protection think about uh jehoshaphat and his people when they fasted before they went into battle you know they were fasting before they went into battle and god said to them he said the battle is not theirs but his and there's multiple armies coming together and his people were going crazy. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? What do they do? He said, fast. Come on, isn't it, wouldn't that it be great if, if you knew something bad was coming down and, it, and you already knew that it was coming and, and your response to it was, hey, let's just fast. Let's just seek God. Let's not worry about that because God's going to have an answer. God's going to intervene and then God's going to give you a vision or tell you, which is what He, what he does. So it's just phenomenal that, that we have a powerful tool like fasting in our tool bag that God gave us and there's a lot of people that won't use it and and I don't understand it. <laughs> now, I didn't know about it before. So so you know the thing is you you can do whatever you want when you don't know, but once you know about it, all you can do is blame yourself. So if you're not experiencing what God wants you to experience in your life because you're not doing what he's asked you to do and you know about all those things, it's your fault. It's your fault. You know cuz God says, I've given it to you. You I've put you in a spot where you've been taught, I've, I where we're giving you information, we're giving you a process and and we're giving you the help you need. Uh just do it. And sometimes we just got to get over that, that that, that, fear of doing it or the, the want to do it or the need to do it. But my, my, the good part about that is when you try it. And so as we're in our fast, we're in this the middle of it. Seek him. It's not too late. Just start now. It doesn't matter. Just start now. Dive in and say, I'm going to seek him now. And then here's the thing. Good things happen. So he, his promises are his promises. And, and you're going to grow from it. You're going to get stronger in him through it. You know, you're going to get, and the biggest thing is is you're just gonna surrender to him. And when you do that and you just seek him with all of your heart, he's gonna give you all kinds of stuff. So so if you haven't fasted yet, start now. Um and if you hadn't uh seen a difference in your fasting, as up to right now, halfway through this, if you know, if you're watching online, you hadn't seen a difference yet, then you might want to refocus. Refocus what you're doing in your fast. What you know, what are you doing? Are you just Fasting for one thing or are you focusing on the wrong thing? Like Deborah said, you know, just, it's hard because you think about food. Well, think about God. So <laughs> let's refocus and put a different priority in your life and seek him and then everything else will just play out. That's, that's all. That's all minor stuff. You know, your body can live without food. You know, we tend to think it can't. It can live for a little bit at least, at least 40 days. <laughs> I and mean, you see Survivor and all that stuff on the islands. They can make it. You might lose a whole bunch of weight, but you can live without food. But I never worry about what I'm going to fast or how, you know, I'm never concerned about that. Because God always lays it on my heart what needs to be fasted and what needs to happen. And then when you're in it, you know, I don't focus on what I'm fasting. I just focus on Him. And there are some days that you just, you forget. You know, you forget to eat. <laughs> and people are like, no, you don't. There are days you could forget to eat. And you're just so, just, just going at it that, that you just, you don't even want it and you got to force yourself to eat. There are days like that. Then there's other days where you just want to eat. <laughs> so, uh, But either way, the whole point tonight was to to share the power of fasting and what you can do, but don't go into it with just one little narrow mindset of I'm seeking one thing, so I'm just going to, that's it. And if I don't see that, I'm not happy, I'm not pleased. If you actually go in and just saying, God, I want to see you move and have personal things you're praying for, but then open your eyes to everything else that God wants to just dump in your cart, he just wants to dump in your shopping cart and, and he wants you to take it with you. He doesn't want you to leave it here. He wants you to take it, note it, study it. Um, don't lose it and and you know I mean, he's always there. He'll remind you again, but but he says, Look, I've given it to you, I put it in your cart, take it home, and go with it. So, um that's where I wanted to go tonight. Um, I know it's almost seven o'clock, but um I thank everybody for tuning in online. We can talk afterwards here, but you're not here, so you can't talk with us afterwards. So <laughs> but i love you anyway thanks for tuning in for tuesday at the table i'm just going to pray and then we'll we'll see you guys out father we thank you for for tonight, I thank you, Father God, for an opportunity to share your word. I thank you for what you're doing, not only in our church, Father God, but in all the churches across the region. Father, I thank you just for how you're You're showing up in a mighty way. And God, we just we just surrender to you. God, open our eyes to everything that you make available to us, God. And Father, we just seek you with all of our hearts, God. We just ask that you just cover us and protect us in everything we do. God, we love you and we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless. Have a good night.